On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, Sean and I are going to talk all about why you need to stop obsessing over ROAS, return on ad spend. It's that one thing that everyone has been obsessing over for years. It's the one KPI that everyone talks about all the time when it comes to paid media. And we're here to tell you, stop. I think you guys are really going to like this one. Before we begin, we wanted to let you know some really exciting news and something that we've never talked about before in the podcast. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing, and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. Now, on to today's episode. And we are back and better than ah! ever, John. <laughs> it's like I have to do it now. I just like, I, I feel like I can't not do it. It's, it, it's your call sign. Well, yeah, my coffin's yeah, yeah. going to be, guess who's back? No, I'm, I'm not even going to finish that right there. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to stop while I'm behind. <laughs> As Sean knows, I've actually recently been going through this M&M thing in my head I, and, and thinking about what life must be like now for him. And, and so then it leads me down the path of all of his songs and thinking like, what did he mean by that? And I think about like our public personas that we put out and how you know, everybody wants Slim Shady, but nobody actually wants Marshall. You know, sometimes I feel like that. So <laughs> Dude, we're, we're, that's we're what we're going to talk about. Profound. Yeah, that's that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> and do you even know the line between Slim and, and Marshall? I don't. <laughs> you know, that's the that's the issue. I think that he's, he's really coming to anyway Blurry lines. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> now, now that we have that out of the way. <laughs> I've been wanting to talk about that all day today, so I'm really glad we could fit that into a podcast. <laughs> so the main topic of today's episode is why you should stop obsessing over ROAS. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so first of all, ROAS, if you haven't been listening to this podcast for a while, if you're new to the game, new to paid advertising, that is return on ad spend. Um, it really has been a main KPI for e-commerce brands in general. Like, it's interesting when you like talk about mo most people will actually put return on ad spend and revenue almost at the top. And it's funny because I think both of those are completely flawed, right? Like, like both of those have massive flaws in them. There's a bunch of KPIs and KPIs. You can go back to episode one <laughs> of this podcast <laughs> to learn what KPIs are. Um, uh, that's probably the only episode reference that I actually remember. <laughs> There, there are a number of episodes um, where we definitely talk about KPIs, specifically ROAS, because while it's not the KPI, it is a very important KPI. And we're not saying disregard ROAS, no, don't no, look no, at no, ROAS, no. don't care about ROAS. We're just saying stop obsessing over it. ROAS is not the, it's not the benchmark to run your business off of. It's not the benchmark to run your marketing off of. And it, it's not actually indicative of success. You could have great ROAS and still be tanking. It's totally. just one metric. Totally. And you could also be getting your attribution could be totally off. Right. And exactly. your business could be like flatlining and it's like, whoa, whoa. If all that we're doing is looking at ROAS, you're not building a brand, right? You're not building a business that way. So let's talk about some of the other metrics. Again, we're not, this is not the case against ROAS necessarily. It's just 
chill out on the ROAS thing and let's talk about uh, ways that mid seven to eight figure businesses think about their business. Yeah, and actually, b- before we dig into that, um, just one thing that's been very eye opening to me is um, is since we since we launched the mastermind and there's all these seven and eight plus figure ecom brands in there, and we're, we're we're talking to them and we're finding out what what these successful scaling brands actually care about, and I gotta say, two percent of the time it's ROAS. And that's have we ever within is, the mastermind ever talked about ROAS? It's barely ever never. part of the conversation. It's because nobody ROAS, even believes ROAS conversations anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's it it doesn't indicate it doesn't indicate success overall. It just indicates success in a very small period of time. It's short game versus long game, and we want to win the long game, not the short game. So, what are some of the other things that we should be thinking about, Jordan? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the biggest, and, and I think we may even get into an entire episode on this one at some point really soon, but I'll get into it a little bit here is customer lifetime value. So how, you know, what is your customer lifetime value? Do you know your customer lifetime value? Like it's so important to know how much that customer, the average customer is worth to you in the end, because then you can actually get a true sense of what you can pay to acquire that customer, right? Um, so, so some, some numbers that matter to me then is CPA cost, uh, cost per acquisition versus LTV lifetime value, right? That, that oh. makes way more sense to me. That's a long-term outlook, right? Absolutely. Then I can, then I can know what my paid media is going to do. Another one is cost per subscriber, right? Because I know that with most of the businesses out there, this is not just some sort of like flash purchase that people are making. People don't make those flash purchases as much as they used to. Now people are doing research and all that sort of stuff. And so when you can get somebody in as a subscriber, right, then you can indoctrinate them uh, in, you know, what whatever your brand is doing and, and eventually turn them into a customer. So again, cost per subscriber, another great metric. Totally. And if, if you know, if you know what you can afford to spend to acquire that customer and you know what that customer is worth over one year, two years, three years, if you have, um, if you have, you know, a uh, good retention program in place, the ROAS doesn't really matter. The ROAS just tells you in the here and now, if you can afford to keep spending as much as you're spending month over month, but it doesn't actually tell you whether or not the marketing is good over the long term. It's, it's just short-term thinking. That's all it is. Customer lifetime value is absolutely, absolutely where it's at. And if you don't know it, there are definitely some very complex calculations that you need to do so that you can start to track and learn what your customer lifetime value is. Totally. And we're actually, I'm, I'm bringing on an expert uh, within the next month or two um, that is obsessed with customer lifetime value. And I'm really excited for that conversation. So um, I, I think that'll be a great one. Uh, Sean, what's another metric to focus on? Another metric, I mean, obviously, we, we talked about this in um, in one of our, our recent episodes, but profit's pretty important, I would think. <laughs> uh, profit is literally oxygen, right? Profit is that cash, right, that your business needs to survive. There's, now, there's two, there's two things here with profit, right? There is profit on paper, and then there is cash flow. To me, I'm even more obsessed with cash flow. Um, so obviously you need to be profitable, right? But that cash flow is almost even more important because without that cash to run your business, you are not going to be able to run a business, right? Um, we're looking at a couple of acquisitions right now and really like I can see what their profit numbers are makes total sense to me, 
what I'm obsessed with is now building out of, you know, three to five year model to look at the cash because these are inventory based businesses. Everyone who's listening to this, most likely you are in, in an inventory based business where you have to hold a lot of, of cash essentially, right? Uh, in the form of inventory. So for me, cash flow is a really, really big one. And, pro and profit is, wh is what starts out um, and gives you that good cash flow. Hey guys, just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply to start the process today. Now, back to today's episode. Yeah, totally. Um, two metrics that I love and both are very, very underrated compared to the sexy ROAS is returning customer rate and new customers. Those are both mm. two very important metrics if you know your customer lifetime value and you're tracking your new customers you can actually start to see the roadmap for what your revenue is going to be one two three years down the road and conversely also with returning customer rate if it's if it's low then obviously you've got you've got some work to do you know what a massive lever that is that you can pull when you see a business whose returning customer rate is not at least 50 percent that is a massive lever that you can pull. Um, I mean, it says a lot of things as well about your business, right? Where ROAS doesn't say a ton about your business. It says, you know, are you a good marketer or not, right? That's essentially what it's, what it's saying. Customer lifetime value is, do you have a business that's going to survive, right? Um, sorry, not customer lifetime value, um, returning customer rate. Yeah. Uh, that, that tells me, is your business going to survive, right? Um, do you, you have you, the you products that people want to buy over and over? Yeah. Sorry, you made me think of something kind of interesting. Um, when you said ROAS just says whether you're a good marketer or not, yes. But it also tells you, are you aggressive or not? Because if your ROAS is consistently very, very, very high, you're probably not breaking into new markets and you're not being aggressive enough. You're not, you're not getting new customers. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, we've definitely seen that. Uh, and and there's, we've had some big inventory sort of issues at Little and Lively. Um, where, you know, we know, I mean, our ROAS last year was like 10.8 overall. I mean, we still spent, we spent a lot of money, you know, we spent a, a house worth, uh, a house's worth of money, but we could have been way more aggressive if we would have had the inventory and not had that kind of return on ad spend, right? Yes, it's wonderful that we have this return on ad spend, but I would much rather be acquiring these customers now that I know eventually are going to, you know, be spending more money with us and then add in new products um, that hopefully are also going to serve them. Now, I'm not talking about adding in products and trying to sell stuff to people just because you just want to make money. That is not what this is about, right? This is about serving your customer with something um, that's that's incredible. I had a conversation recently um, uh, with Bill Gallagher from um, Scaling Up, and we talked about um, really what selling a good product actually does for people. I mean, think about that shirt. I, I, I think about the the amount of shirts, and this is totally self-serving, but like I, I go every single day to the shirts that we make at Kindred um, and Kindred and Little and Lively um, because I actually feel better wearing them. Like I just feel like I'm like a more confident and um, those sorts of things. And I feel like that in, in, in other apparel as well, 
it actually makes a difference. When you have a product that is incredible, it is worth doing all of this for because you're getting it into the hands of people um, that'll actually make a difference in their life. Totally. I know it's just a shirt, but it's not just a shirt. It's never just a shirt. If you're selling the (laughs) shirt, you need a better offer. Anyone can buy a shirt. Anyone can sell a shirt. Um, I I, I just thought of something while while you were, while you were talking. Um, You weren't listening. Luckily it's related. Luckily it's related. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No. um, So, so 2020 was a a pretty good year for, for most e-com. Obviously it was a good year for a little and lively. Jordan, at the end of 2020, you're just really pumped that you had an overall rose of 10, right? That's the main thing you're pumped about, right? <laughs> like right? only from a marketing or marketing agency side, <laughs> like that's it, right? And then thinking actually, well, it's funny because I don't actually, that that number isn't really as as great as I think, right? For me, I'm I'm way more interested in like penetration into new markets, right? That to me is huge. Um, I'm interested in people buying smaller sizes, Right. Uh, I'm seeing our size range skew up into five, six, and seven and eight. That scares me, right? That scares me because that means that our big glut of customers is growing up and that we need to start acquiring more customers. So yes, I'm, I'm always happy, right? I mean, Sean can, can attest to that. Um, (laughs) and I'm, I'm super happy with that, but I'm also a little bit cautious, um, so that, you know, almost 11 return on ad spend last year doesn't, it just means that I'm a good marketer, you know, and we've got good product, but business health is so different than return on ad spend. So Jordan, 2021 and beyond, um, what do you think that e-com brands that are just trying to figure out their marketing right now, what, what should be their main focus right now? Obviously ROAS is in the mix, but it's not, it shouldn't be top of mind. Um, what, what should be, what, what should be the top three main focuses that you, that you think? Well, I I think that, you know, one, and again, this is one that I take with a grain of salt, but really revenue growth year over year. Um, to me, that's a really big one, right. Is looking at that revenue growth year over year. Number two is subscribers, overall subscribers in your funnel and active subscribers, right? So that's SMS, that's messenger, that is VIP groups. That's, uh, your app that is email, um, all of those, and those are active subscribers. That is, again, I'm going to lump that in as one big KPI. Um, and then and then the third is your cost per acquisition, right? So um, to me, that, co- sorry, cost per acquisition versus lifetime value, customer lifetime value. To me, those make the most, the most sense to really focus on. So figure out your customer lifetime value um, big time. Try and up that customer lifetime value. How else can you serve your customer? What else can you do for them? How can you wow them so that they, all that they want to do is come back. We had this awesome post in the VIP group um, uh, of somebody whose um, kid had um, some allergies and they started wearing Little and Lively and now they don't have allergies because we use um, bamboo. So we, we spent a lot that. more. Yeah, it was just incredible. I, I looked at this post. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really what people need to know is like, you know, we invest a lot into our clothing. Um, and so they're like, now our entire uh, closet is going to be little and lively. Like that to me- uh, Hypoallergenic is... children's clothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we might go with it. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, those are, the, those are those big three KPIs that I think um, are, are just incredible um, to look at. And, uh, and guys, stop focusing on ROAS, okay? 
Stop focusing on ROAS. Stop focusing it is on the short game. Focus on the long game. Are you going to be here in a year and are you going to be bigger in a year? That's, yeah. and that, that's the main thing. Short game is great. You can feel great that you had a 10 ROAS in the last week. That's awesome. That's just a week. A week doesn't matter. A year from now doesn't care about your week. <laughs> um, also, if if you are if you are spiraling downwards right now and you're having a really hard time, um, you know, just making ends meet in your business, maybe ROAS is one of those KPIs you need to focus on today, right? But just remember that that's a crutch, right? That that ROAS, looking at that ROAS is a crutch, and you don't want that as your long term um, kind of solution. So. Yeah, I hope that this was helpful. If there's any, um, you know, brands out there who are listening to this, and I know that there are because we get, I, I take phone calls from um, lots of seven, eight, nine figure brands um, that listen to the podcast. Um, if you're out there and you want a community of people, um, you know, who are going to help you grow, uh, we have the e-commerce executives mastermind. Um, I love it. I get probably two or three applications a day <laughs> recently. Um, so, uh, just go to mindfulmarketing.co slash mastermind. Um, and we are talking about some incredible stuff in there. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're not ready for that, uh, share this podcast, uh, with your friends. And, uh, if you, if you found one really helpful, just listen to it again. It really, really, uh, um, makes us feel incredible when we, uh, get people that tell us, that this podcast has actually changed their business. And, and I, I have heard that too many times now um, to stop doing this podcast. <laughs> so let's not stop. Let's, let's keep doing it. You know, I'm glad, I'm glad we came to this decision. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, guys, have a great week. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.